AM790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next water fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Well, hello, 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 and good afternoon. What a nice afternoon it's been. I've got to tell you, um, what's up with this weather? I'm not sure what you did over Columbus Day weekend, but it was absolutely gorgeous. Um, I want to say hi to my incredible producer, Brett Ferruccio. What's going on, Brett? Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm doing great. What did you do over the weekend? I worked here at uh, AM790 and uh, WPRO. You know, I was trying to figure out how many people actually got yesterday off. I didn't get yesterday off. You didn't get yesterday Nobody off. Nobody in this building had yesterday off. You know what? That's because we're doing important stuff, right? There you go. All right. Well, that's all, you know, that's all she wrote on that one. Columbus Day weekend, we worked it, and it was great. Um, and I've got to tell you, everyone, everyone thinks that because the Gloria Gemma Breast Cancer Resource Foundation fire happened two weekends ago, and it was fantastic and fabulous, and it did not rain, that water fire is slowing down. But we indeed are only gearing up right now, and we are working feverishly and tirelessly because one of our biggest events of the entire season is around the corner, um, and one that is very near and dear to my heart, our Water Fire Salute to Veterans, November 7th. It's Saturday, November 7th, and it's probably one of the largest celebrations in southern New England that is actually saying thank you to all of the men and women in the service that have fought for our country, that fight for our country, um, and that have been keeping us safe and sound. And there's just so much going on. And every year, we started this three years ago, um, it seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger, which is an amazing thing. And each year, we uh, have had the ability to reach out to more and more people, whether it's for the resource fair that we'll have or the 300 person torchbearer procession which will be coming from the state house which by the way if you are a veteran out there um please reach out to Waterfire, and if you would like to be part of this very special torch procession that starts at the State House and comes down into the basin led by the Northeast Navy Band and the Army 88th Band, um, it is probably one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen in my entire life. Now, I've been with Waterfire for 10 years, and normally in the beginning of a Waterfire, there's this very kind of solemn, quiet ceremony that kicks off with the fires and this fire in general is just very different because once we see all of those men and women walking down from the state house holding torches 300 of them while the service songs play and we've got the live band people stand up and we're cheering and for a lot of our men and women that's exactly what they deserve and what they need and we should be cheering for them more often and we've been lucky as I was saying every year to work with some of the same groups um, have a lot of new groups but there's been one group very in particular that um, I've really uh, have enjoyed working with and and they've been with us since the beginning. I met them 
at uh, Operation Standdown, the first year we were doing this, and they were doing something called the Soldier's Cross Ceremony and the Missing Man Table. And the dedication of these men and women, um, one, I went up, and they were so kind to me because I looked so out of place. One, I, I think I was wearing, like, my high heel boots and some ridiculous outfit. But I showed up at Operation Standdown, and I saw what these men and women from this group called Rolling Thunder, Rhode Island, and it's Chapter 1 we're doing, and it absolutely blew my mind, and I do not exaggerate when I say that it brought a tear to my eye, um, and really, it brought goosebumps uh, all over. And so I am so proud uh, to have on my first guest, because Rolling Thunder is coming back this year to Waterfire. They've been with us every year, as I said, doing the Soldier's Cross Ceremony and the Missing Man Table, um, but I would like to welcome Welcome, everybody, to Larry Brunel, uh, the president of Rolling Thunder RI, right? Chapter 1. Hello, Larry. Hello. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. I'm so glad you're here, and I saw that incredible bike you rolled up in. It, oh, yeah. It'll get you down the road. Well, yeah. I, I said, when, <laughs> when, when are you going to offer me a it's, ride? It's like an RV on two wheels. <laughs> Cruise control, everything. Well, so now... How long, Larry? Let's just go back a little bit so that people know a little bit about you. Um, one, obviously, a veteran. Yes, I am a veteran. Yep, uh, I served in the United States Air Force as a sentry dog handler uh, with the security forces in many different places, mostly with the Strategic Air Command, which doesn't exist anymore. What is a sentry dog handler? Uh, a canine handler. Oh, awesome. I worked... I worked uh, I, the security forces were broken into two different divisions. One was basically the military police part of it, which patrolled the installations as a regular police force. The security forces, we worked the uh, the flight lines uh, where the B-52s were and the nuclear weapon storage areas. And this is, you know, in the later 70s, mid to later 70s, when the Cold War was going on and there was a big nuclear threat from that, that time, yeah. Russia and everything. Um there was a lot of nuclear weapons located. So in how many long places. were you in the service? I was for? in the service for a little over four years. Wow. Well, the one, thank you for your service. That's, no, thank you. That's most incredible. welcome. And, it was and a long time ago. Well, it was a long <laughs> time ago, but it, it's very interesting. Um, rolling thunder. So it, you left the service, obviously, and right. came back in and, and civilian life. Um, rolling thunder. One, let's tell people what it is and what brought you to rolling thunder. Rolling Thunder, um, to give you a brief recap of how it all started, back in 1987, two Vietnam veterans were sitting having coffee in a coffee shop in New Jersey, and they were discussing the fact that many of their comrades in arms were either listed as missing action or POWs, and that the United States government wasn't doing anything to go out of their way to find them. So they decided to get a get a hold of people throughout the United States. Now, this is way before the Internet and email. So it was done by phone calls and regular postal mail. Yeah. And they decided that they were going to go to Washington, D.C. and approach some of the powers to be in the Senate and, and you know, we, you know, try to find some answers as why is nobody looking and no, why is this going on? Is that true? Nobody was looking at that point? At that point, evidently not. And... Mm. Uh, so they started out, and they decided to meet in Washington, D.C. on Memorial Day weekend in 1988. The first Rolling Thunder brought about a total of about 2,500 motorcycles and people with them to Washington, D.C. And as time grew, it, time went on, um, 
it grew and it grew and it grew. And the people that were there, the, the civilians that weren't involved in it, said that the the sound of the motorcycles reminded them of rolling, you know, rolling thunder. Yeah. So that's what they decided to name the organization. And the organization is also based on uh, a bombing mission, or the uh, bombing mission called Rolling Thunder over Vietnam in, in 1965. And so that's I, what the that's what the sound of it, all oh, those yeah, hollers and that that's what it sounded exactly, like. Exactly. Wow. And as time went by, um, last year was the 26th anniversary. I believe last year total attendance was almost 900,000. 900,000. There was there was about 600,000 motorcycles and another 300,000 people with them. So it was close to a million people. Now you don't have to ride a motorcycle. No, you do not have to. You don't have to. We're not a motorcycle club. Mm-hmm. Um, we you don't have to ride to belong to Rolling Thunder. You don't even have to be a veteran to belong to Rolling Thunder. Basically, our, our our purpose and our mission is to make the public aware that since World War One, there's over 91,000 American servicemen and women unaccounted for. 91, almost 92,000. That's a staggering number. Yeah, since World War One. So our main mission. Aside from, I mean, we help all kinds of veterans group. We are, we're involved with Operation Stand Down. Mm-hmm. But the main purpose of Rolling Thunder as a national organization, and it's international too. There's 95 or 96 chapters in the United States, plus at-large members all over the world, yeah. is to bring public awareness to the fact that there are 91,000 people, servicemen and women, who are unaccounted for, 91,000 families that never knew what happened to the you know their loved ones, yeah. and uh, that's that's what we do. I mean, we we bring that, and that's what the the, the demonstration is every year in, in Memorial Day in D.C. is to make aware that this is still going on. Well, and make sure that people don't forget. Yes, because my well, you never forget. I mean, that's um, we as an organization um, have we distribute what's called um, chairs of honor, and basically they're chairs um, with the POW emblem with an explanation saying. You know, they were 90 since World War One with the facts that I just told you. And we have placed these in places all over the state, all over. I mean, the, the Massachusetts chapter, uh, well, all the chapters. We, all, we we work in unison together. But do, we have, do we have one in the Rhode Island State House? It's going in. When is it going in? I believe right now the tentative date is November 3rd. We all have right. one in Providence City Hall. We put one behind home plate at McCoy Stadium. Yep. There's one at Gillette. There's yep. one at Fenway Park. There's one in the Boston Garden. There's one in the Dunk. So did you just hear about Rolling Thunder and go, this is something I have to well, get involved in? We, we, there was no chapter in Rhode Island until like five years ago. But the, some of the people that belong to the Massachusetts chapter live closer to Rhode Island. So they decided that they would start a chapter in Rhode Island and break away from Mass and, and start a chapter in Rhode Island. Because there's there's certain rules and bylaws that you're not allowed to have two chapters within so many miles of each other and stuff. Well, that makes sense. But um, So we started this chapter five years ago. Well, you know, I'm so glad to talk to you. Larry Brunel from Rolling Thunder, uh, the Rhode Island chapter here. They're going to be at the Waterfire Salute to Veterans on November 7th. Remember, be there, be square. Show up for all those people that have showed up for you when you didn't even know it. So um, we're going to come back. I want to talk a little bit more about your presence at Waterfire and more about what you do, because I know it's awareness that you bring about these the POWs, but you also do a lot of work for veterans and their families now and a lot of financial support and I would imagine emotional support as well. So everyone, you are listening to AM790, your station for talk and business. I'm Bronwyn Day. And Felsi, your host, and we'll be right back with Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island. Salute to Veterans is coming up.
And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. And just a reminder, everybody, we are underwritten by National Grid and sponsored in part by Lifetime Medical. So a very big thank you to them uh, for allowing us to talk to you right now, whether you're driving in your car, listening at home, or possibly you're listening to this in a podcast later on. But I've been talking to Larry Brunel from Rolling Thunder, Rhode Island Chapter uh, 1, and we've been talking about, well, we've got the Salute to Veterans coming up, and they have taken part, or Rolling Thunder has taken part in the Salute to Veterans every year since its inception, and it is such an incredible thing that they do with us. Um, so I want to start with that, Larry, and then I want to go in and talk a little bit more about what Rolling Thunder does, more than just the awareness we were just speaking of, because I know you do a lot of work, and you're all volunteers, so nobody's getting paid, and it's uh, it, it's pretty amazing what you do. But at Waterfire for the past couple of years, in Memorial Park it's been, and I think this year it's going to go on Washington Street Bridge, right in the center of the installation. You do something called the Soldier's Cross Ceremony. Can you can you explain to our listeners what that is and what the symbolism is? Yeah. Basically, the Soldier's Cross or Battlefield Cross, either or what you would call it, was a marker or a type of uh, headstone or, or a memorial they would use in combat when one, a, a soldier was, was killed in action or whatever. And they basically it consists, and I'm sure that everybody at one point in the time has seen a picture of it or a bumper sticker with it on there. Or a, it basically it consists of a rifle placed upside down on the ground, boots placed around the rifle, dog tags hung from the rifle, a helmet placed on the rifle, um, and it's basically a tribute to, to fallen soldiers. We started doing this ceremony. We just came up with it, and we, we, we had some artwork done. We had some things created um, that we could use in the cemetery, I'm sorry, in the ceremony. And we've performed the ceremony all over the state of Rhode Island. We've been invited to different, we down at Exeter Cemetery, the Veterans Cemetery in Exeter, different memorial services, different uh, echo taps, um, reach across America when they're down there. And we've been invited by other veterans motorcycle associations to, to perform this at their regional conventions yeah. we did it we were invited to do it at by the by the gov- uh, governor uh, lieutenant governor i think of uh, rhode island when the vietnam memorial moving wall was at india point that was last, last year, year yeah on uh as part of the closing ceremonies on the on the last day of uh, before the wall was moved we were there to perform this ceremony. That's a big thank you to operation stand down right I, I think that they were very instrumental in bringing we that. well we yeah we we uh, we do it at their um, at their events, and we, we we do it a lot of places, a, a lot of places, and it's a very we do it to music. Mm-hmm. It's a very touching um, ceremony. Now, were you part of creating that ceremony? Yeah, we was everything's done in a in a group setting. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we have our monthly meetings. We we vote on stuff. We put our heads together. We come up with stuff. And as time has gone, we've added a few more things. We have we have a plaque now. That we have uh, that list has the emblems of all the branches of service that we lay there. Um, we have the uh, we have a, a flag folded in in a case that, that goes there yeah. with it. And we actually we actually trail this around when we ride in the parade, Bristol Fourth of July parade, yep. Memorial Day parades, and uh, Smithfield and Lincoln, and 
we have a trailer that we, we carry this around with us so people can see during the party. And I know at Waterfire, you do it every 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah uh, we do so it. So every 30 minutes, people can see that's happening. And, and we it, get a big crowd. I mean, people... Well, wait till the crowd you get this <laughs> year when you're in the middle of the installation. I mean, it makes it'll make, it makes grown men cry. I mean, yeah. it's funny because some of the other... You know the the other veterans groups still come up to us afterwards and why do you have to make me cry all the time? I, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. Well, and you know, we were saying you all volunteer. What is it for you, very specifically, that um, that makes this such a big part of your life? I mean, because I know you're giving a lot of your time, all the time, to this organization. Is there a story behind it that no, connects it's not you? really. It's just it's just the right thing to do. It's about the cause. I mean, this. The, you know the name tags and the and the, it's not it, not about any of us really. It's it's just I mean it's an all volunteer organization. We don't have a lot of members. We probably maybe have 20, 22 members in Rhode Island, yeah. but we're busy all the time. There are days when we're at three or four things in a day. And what and and you I know that you so you're also bring so you're bringing awareness. I know you're doing the Soldiers Cross ceremony. Um, we'll talk about the missing man table in a second as well. But what are you doing as it as it pertains to outreach for veterans now? Um, we we do a lot. We work hand in hand a lot with Operation Stand Down and other veterans groups. We provide. We you know we have fundraisers. We we're we don't we're nonprofit. Uh, aside from our operating expenses, which all the money that we earn we are given out, be it putting together thirty or forty thanks given dinners mm-hmm. and dropping them off at veteran shelters or dropping them off at Operation Stand Down f- for them to distribute to veterans. Uh, thanks Christmas dinners, Christmas shopping for families, yeah. you know, the veterans that have just returned and, you know, trying to get their feet back on the ground and whatever. So you yeah. are doing a lot of work with the guys that are in the women that are just coming back uh, well, yeah, as we, well. We, we do. Um, we have a, oh, I'm going to show you this and. I know you're on radio and nobody can see it, but we have these stars made up. Um, these are we have these stars made up. Um, they're basically cut from American flags that are going to be disposed of and burned. And what we do with these stars, we mount them on that with those cards, yeah. and on the back of that card it says "Thank you for your service." We hand we carry those with us everywhere we go, and we hand them out to any time we see somebody walking around with a hat that says "Veteran." Yeah, hat that says. I've pulled up beside people at red lights, the veteran plates, and got off my bike and handed it to them through the window. That's awesome. We hand them out at every parade. Really, really cool. We hand out, when we do the parades, Bristol Parade, we hand out hundreds of those. We scan the entire crowd as we're walking and riding, looking for people wearing stuff that says, Army, Navy, Air Force, I'm World War II vet. And we stop what we're doing and go to the, and shake their hand. It's such a beautiful thing. And so you were saying that you don't have a lot of members here in the chapter in Rhode Island, but anybody can join. So if people wanted to join to help you doing all the good things that you're doing, when it's, you know, whether it's distributing dinners or helping doing the Christmas shopping and stuff like that, how can they get in touch with you and how can they become part of this family uh, that you've got? Um, well, basically, I mean, we have a website. Um, it's it's actually uh, been uh, worked on recently by a new member that's done a phenomenal job with it, and it's um, www.rollingthunderri1.com. We have a Facebook page, Rolling Thunder uh, Chapter One, Rhode Island. Yeah. And um, we have our meetings, one meeting a month, second Monday of the month in Cumberland. Yeah. 
it's uh, minimal, you know, the dues are $30 a year. I mean, it's what's I mean, that? It's $30 a year. And it's, it's an, like I said, it's an all volunteer thing. Yeah. And, you know, we, we could use help any way we could get it. I mean, it's uh, anybody's welcome to join. You don't have to ride a bike, you don't have to be a veteran. You just, you know, you just want to. You just want to do the, do right, the thing. right thing. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I love that, and I love the fact that you're coming back as well with the uh, missing man table, which I'm not sure if we're going to have to take a break pretty soon, but I wonder if you can kind of sum up what the missing man table is. Well, as well. I, I cannot quote you verbatim what each thing on the missing man table signifies, but the missing man table is set up. It's basically set up for a place for an, somebody that's MIA or POW to have a place to sit. Yeah. And on the table, there's items, uh, a rose and a lemon and salt and a, and a Bible and a, and a white tablecloth. And each one of those stands for a certain thing. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm reading about it right now, and I know it's on your website as well about right. what this stands for. But for anybody going to Waterfire, make sure you stop by. It's really amazing. And I know at Waterfire, you've got a large um, poster board that explains exactly right. what the significance of all of these different right. things is. Exactly. And so, Larry, I've got to tell you, one, what you and your group are doing is just um Phenomenal. My hat's off to you. Oh, and, thank you very um, much. I really appreciate also the fact that you come back and you help in our salute to veterans because, again, that's very near and dear to my heart. My husband's a Vietnam veteran. My daddy, oh, by the way, happy birthday, Dad, is a Vietnam veteran. My uncle's in the Army or a retired colonel. So I got vets everywhere that's in my nice. life. That's great. Yeah. And actually, you keep that style and you give it to someone that you want to. Give, uh, it, give it to your husband. Give it to your dad. I will. I am going to give it to my husband. <laughs> and I might ask you just to stick around. I'm going to be coming back and talking to Mark Karras, who runs our access program at Waterfire, which most of you probably don't even know what that is. But I'd like to talk to him. And, Larry, if you don't mind hanging around just for a couple oh, of more minutes, because I think we might be able to talk about some more veterans things as they relate to the access program coming up. You're listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking business. Larry Brunel from Rolling Thunder Chapter 1. He rocks it. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be talking to Mark Karras. Bye-bye. Hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790. We are gearing up for the Waterfire Salute to Veterans, November 7th. Again, be there or be square. And we've just been talking to Larry Brunel from Rolling Thunder, um, Rhode Island Chapter 1. That's here and the amazing work that they do and that they're going to be doing at Waterfire for the Salute to Veterans. But, you know, kind of on that same note, you know, Larry was explaining they're all volunteers of this organization doing the right thing. Well, if you know anything about Waterfire, 
we have our life and our bloodline are our volunteers. Um, we have a small staff, but we every water fire we need about 150 to 250, depending on what's going on, volunteers to make it happen. And one of those volunteers is here with me today, and he does something very, very special at Water Fire. Um, his name is Mark Carras, and Mark has been pretty much captaining something that we call our access program, which kind of to me folds in a little bit with what Larry was talking about, you know, and helping people that need a little bit of a hand um, and really kind of doing things. And our access program at Waterfire, a lot of people don't know we have this, is for people who are either disabled, um, unable to walk the installation, we have actually a pontoon boat um, where we can put on elderly people, people in wheelchairs, and they can experience water fire also. And Mark's really taken this on as a passion. Um, and so without further ado, hello, Mark. Good afternoon, Brownwood. Hello, are Larry. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you. Well, one, thank you for everything that you do at Water Fire. Thank you for everything that you do to Water Fire and at Water Fire. And I know that um, why don't you tell us, how long have you been volunteering at Waterfire? Well, full-time for four years now. And what brought you to us? Well, originally, I was just always a fan. I lived out of state for 16 years down in Cape Cod, and I was born and bred in Rumford, Rhode Island, and I would always plan my trips to come back home around weekends that there was a water fire. So I'd have dinner with Mom and Dad and my siblings, and after that it was, see ya, I'm going to Waterfire. And I was just very, very moved by it. And so just one day you decided, you know, I'm going to see how I can help and what I can do uh, and join well, the team? I had a friend of a friend who asked me if I wanted to volunteer on a wood boat, mm -hmm. and that was my first volunteering experience. And then after that, I actually, about four years ago, moved home permanently. And well, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. There's no place like home, as they say. <laughs> But my, my father had taken ill, and I realized that I was going to be around this area longer than I thought I would be. And out of nowhere, I got an email asking if I'd, be, if I'd consider becoming a boat captain. And I signed up for training, and I have no idea how they got my email address, but I went through the training. I went down. I learned Divine how to... Divine intervention, Mark. Divine intervention. I believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I went through the training, and there was a need for a captain on the Fez, as we call it, the our access boat. And Explain what the access boat is again. Well, again, the access boat is... Well, as, as I hope you all know, Waterfire is all about bringing the community together. And a lot of people don't have the ability or capability to go to Waterfire. As many people know, it's very crowded. And the access boat, like you said, Bronwyn, was or is a pontoon boat. And it allows people to experience Waterfire in a very, very special way, down on the river, in and out of the fires, in and out of the entertainment on the water, and we take out people that can't walk around, whether they be in wheelchairs, whether they be disabled, whether they just be elderly people. So, and you really have taken over kind of captaining this whole program, and I know it's really important to you. What is it like to see the smiles on people's faces when they're able to see water fire from that point of view or do you have any special stories that you can share with us that 
you know, of, of what your experience has been that keeps you coming back to that one position and really taking ownership of it? Well, I, I do. And what led me to the passion that I have is as my father, um, who had a number of strokes, I had a lot of experience in and out of hospitals, nursing homes, and I realized that, or I was surrounded by a lot of elderly people, and these people want to still be involved in their lives. And unfortunately, a lot of society today doesn't lend itself to people who are disabled or elderly to get out and about. And one of the things I remember doing, even with my dad, while he was wheelchair-bound, was he loved to get in a car and go for a ride. And as he went around, even though he was wounded by his strokes, you could see the smile and joy in his face. And this is what I see every single time I take people out in water fire. I have taken so many people out. They feel like they're part of the community that they used to be involved in, that they helped build, that they helped transform the city of Providence. They cry. They hug. Um, it's just, it's just, you know, the gift is in the giving of giving back to these people. And, I, you know, I know that there was a story you were, that you had relayed to me about um, a woman recently. Was it from Laurel Mead or from Epic that you brought out on the boat? Yep, one of the... Um, assisted living homes over on the east side. I took them out a couple weeks ago, and it was a wonderful, wonderful night, but what made this night so special was last week I got a call from their activities director who reminded me of this woman that I took out and said that she passed away a week after um, her ride on water fire, but the beauty was that for the entire week since she came back, all she did until her dying breath was to talk about how beautiful, how spiritual, how meaningful her time out on water fire was. And again, that's what fires my passion. You know, and I think, and and as as I'm thinking of the water fire salute to veterans coming up, and as you must know, Larry, we've got a lot of disabled veterans that might not be able to sometimes make it down into that basin area where we do the big celebration um, just because of the cobblestones. It's hard enough for me to walk down there carrying a torch. And Trust <laughs> me, and three-inch heels, buddy. It's <laughs> no. no, I think. I mean, I think that's 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 a fantastic thing to give, especially at that at, for that particular water fire to have that availability to disabled vets. I mean, um, I've seen a lot of older. Uh, we we were in the Bristol Fourth of July parade last year, and one of the gentlemen in the parade behind us was 94 years old. And he was participating in the parade because, you know, somebody took the time to give him a ride, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, that, that's that's a, a phenomenal thing to provide these people that want to feel, you know, to be part of the community that they grew up in, to, to relive the things that they relived, you know, and partake in these things. And I think hats off to you for doing it. I think that's a fantastic, fantastic quest. Yeah, now we're going to be taking a quick break, and Mark, when we come back, I want to hear your response to that and, and hear really where you would love to see this program go. And we need to tell people that, again, how they can be part of the program or if they know somebody, how they can get them onto the access boat with you. Um, but So we'll be right back talking to Mark Harris and also Larry Brunel. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking business. And, yes, think Water, fire, salute to veterans, and I'm also going to let you know how you can participate yourself.
And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talking business. What a great, great show. Talking uh, to Larry Brunel from Rolling Thunder, who's going to be at our salute to veterans. And now talking to Mark. Mark, I've been mispronouncing your last name. Would you please say it correctly for me now so I'm not so embarrassed? Karis. All right. So, Mark, Easy enough. <laughs> we've been talking about the access program, which a lot of, which we have at Waterfire, which is a pontoon boat, essentially, that um, you have been kind of captaining and really kind of captaining that whole program now for a couple of years. And it's for people who might not be able to get around water fire, who are elderly, um, disabled. It takes wheelchairs. Um, and it's really kind of built up. We used to have two. Do you know that? I do. Yep. Years ago, we had two. And, you know, I think a lot of people just think that these things appear and then, you know, out of nowhere. But I know that one of them uh, was getting a little bit decrepit and we need money to buy another one. Because how booked are you often with that? I'm very booked right now, which is good. We've, we're really reaching out again. There's a lot of people that want to go to Waterfire that, that can't walk around. They know how busy and how popular it is, but trust me, the access program, if you have any interest in coming, let us know. Larry, with the, um, the veterans, please invite any of your friends or anybody you know that wants to come down. We are located right across the street from Capriccio's restaurant. Yeah, so the, it's, e- it's easy on, easy off. Easy on. We have reserved parking for all of our uh, boat guests. The dock is all handicapped accessible. We make it incredibly simple. You have maybe a 50-yard walk from the curb or wheelchair ride from the curb onto the boat. The boat has ramps. It is fully Coast Guard certified. It's a safe ride. And... Um, if you want to come, you can call us up at 401-273-1155. Ask for Gary. He's at Extension 170. He'll handle the reservations. Um, there's yes. absolutely no cost for coming, although we do want to grow this program. It has uh, been growing by leaps and bounds, and we would like to expand it. We're always open for taking donations. Absolutely. You know, Again, because expanding it, can you imagine all the rides that we could give if we had another boat um, on that water. And as you said, and, you know, as, as you relay the stories uh, about, I can see your passion. It comes through, and not only the way that you speak, but it also comes through in your eyes that this is something that, you know, just to bear witness to what people experience as being part of Waterfire and being part of the community, which sometimes they might not know that they have the ability to do that, is uh, it's really, really important. So, again, a lot of people, even with water fire in general, let's let's be honest about it, they think that water fire, because we appear and then we disappear, that we are put on by the city and state and great, wonderful, and that we will continue on without the support and help of the people in our community. Uh, and, and we really need that. We need sponsorships. Um, and just like you, we've got a lot of volunteers, Larry, that are working their bottoms off to be part of this community and to put on this major event and do the right thing. And Mark, I think the access program, um, how long are the rides that you give normally? They're typically about 45, 50 minutes, and we typically sail about once every hour. And do you do like sunset cruises? So before water fire even starts, or is it right? We can after? do that. We can do sunset cruises, but people need to know that they're not going to see fires if we're going out 
at that time. Yeah, and so... But we'll go as late and as long as people want to go out. We'll never say no. You know, I think that's amazing and really incredible. So are you going to be the captain of this program for the years to come? I hope so. I, I, I hope so. Well, you know, I think you're, you're true, like just the joy that I see uh, from you and when talking about the assisted living homes and even you and I have talked about this, going and letting people know again that this is available. I, I walked around just to let about five different assisted living homes that I know of um, nursing homes that are just local to Providence, and I just cold called them. And on one Saturday and in one day, every one of them booked at least one ride, some of them three rides for their residents. There are, there are a lot of us getting older, yeah. and um, come to Waterfire. It's available to you. You know, I, we've got a caller. And, you know, I know he's a, a good friend of yours and a volunteer at Waterfire, and he's a Vietnam veteran, so I know why he's calling in. And, yeah, that would be the Rockin' Reverend. Hello. Are Hello, you my dear. What a, what a, hey, listen, what a great show. Um, and, uh, but I want to make and put out there, maybe for another time, we need a, a memorial for Vietnam veterans in Rhode Island. So uh, let's just get it done. I think, you know what, you need to talk to Larry because I think there's something going on. And I think that between Larry and you and our group of Vietnam veterans, because we are, again, shining the spotlight on Vietnam veterans at this year's uh, Salute to Veterans. Um, I think you're absolutely right. And let's let's get it moving. And I will. I will lead some recon on that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, know, I know that you've also been and borne witness to... Um, everything that Mark's been doing with the access program and how important it is to water fire because we want everybody to have access to water fire. It's a, that's part of who we are as an organization. So You know, Mark sums up what's at the heart and soul of water fire and all volunteer organizations, and that is that the gift is in the giving. You go, Mark. Well, thank you. Thank you, Rev. Thank you so much for calling in, guys. We don't have any more time left. Can you believe this? That the time is running out on us so quickly. Um, I want to remind people. Uh, one, Mark, thank you for everything you do for Water Fire. Thank you for that access program. It's my pleasure. And you know what? We will make it bigger and better because we can do that. And anybody out there, if you would like to send somebody and you, and you didn't know that we had the ability to do this, um, as Mark said, reach out to Waterfire. You can even go to the Waterfire website and you, you can navigate around it and, you know, find the access program. And I think you can book some rides through there as well. Um, also, everybody remember Rolling Thunder, uh, Rhode Island, Chapter 1. They're going to be at Waterfire. They're doing amazing work. Go check out their really cool website. And... And here's the thing. If you want to be part of our Salute to Veterans, sponsor a brazier. Sponsor it in honor of somebody, in memory of somebody that you know that's a veteran. It's a really great way to be in the program and, you know, just just to do the right thing, guys, because that's what you guys are doing. So, you know, everyone out there, do the right thing. Sponsor Brazier. Be part of our community and help us celebrate all these wonderful men and women on November 7th. November 7th, mark it in your calendar. Salute to veterans at Waterfire. Thank you so much for listening. You have uh, been listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. See you down by the riverside. <laughs>